Welcome to the No BS Mama podcast. I'm your host, Megan. I'm married with three kids and found myself stressed, overwhelmed, and lost in motherhood before I gave up the idea of perfection and remembered that my needs are important too. If you're looking for a mom friend who drops F-bombs, loves road trips, and will always hype you up, then I'm your girl. I want to cut through the bullshit and have real conversations about all things mom life. I definitely don't have all the answers, but I am here for you, girl, and I'm bringing in some experts and other moms to help us out, too. We know there's no one-size-fits-all solution, so make sure you take what serves you and leave what doesn't. So go ahead and grab that coffee, that glass of wine, or whatever floats your boat, and go hide from those kids while we dive in. Hello, hello. Welcome back to the No BS Mama podcast. My name is Megan. I'm your host, and I'm so happy to have you here with us today. Um, Today, I wanted to talk a little bit about self-care, specifically why we as women and as moms tend to shy away from self-care. We tend to think that like, We don't deserve to take the time, the money, the effort, the energy. Um, We tell ourselves we don't have the time, the money, the effort, the energy. Um, And I just think that it's really interesting. So I wanted to dive into that today. And, you know, I believe as women, but especially as moms, we are conditioned to put everyone else's needs ahead of our own. And if you listen or if you're familiar with Rachel Hollis, I think that she explains this perfectly. Um, In her world growing up, if you were a good daughter, a good sister, a good friend, a good neighbor, a good student, etc., then you were good. And then as she got older, if she was a good mom, a good wife, whatever, then she was good. She goes on to explain that the problem with that is that our value is then tied up in what other people perceive as good. And we can't control that perception, number one. But additionally, like she she's even said like, oh, no one has ever said like, look at Sarah training for a half marathon. She's such a good mom. Like literally said no one ever. Um, I know that when I was training for half marathons, um, some people were like, you know, good for you, take the time for yourself, you deserve it, blah, blah. But some people were literally like, you don't have to go for a run tomorrow. Like, you're so lucky that your husband watches the kids for you so that you can go run for two hours. Like, what the fuck? (laughs) If he was the one out there training for a half marathon, no one, I can, I don't think there's anyone in our life that would have said to him, um, you're so lucky that Megan watches the kids for you so that you can go just run for two hours. Literally no one would ever say that, but they had no problem saying it to me. And the, especially the comment, you know, we were, we were all, you know, around the kitchen table and I was trying to figure out like, I have to go for a run tomorrow and I was trying to figure out like how to work it into our schedule. And I don't remember what the situation was. I don't know if it was like a Saturday and we had like soccer games or or what, but we had a busy day the next day and I needed to get my long run in because it was the weekend and weekends are for long runs if you're familiar with training like this. Um, and so I'm like, I need to get my run in. When am I gonna do it, blah, blah, blah. And someone, 
says, you don't have to run. Like, just like that, like you don't have to run. (laughs) And I think that I literally just like, didn't even acknowledge the comment, like as if it was not even said out loud because I was so like, first of all, full of rage. So whatever I did say would not have been nice and would have definitely damaged my relationship with this person. Um, But yes, the fuck I did have to run tomorrow. I was committed to this training plan. It was a promise that I made to myself. And so, yeah, I have to run 10 miles tomorrow morning. Have to. Not would like to, not I would be lucky if, no, I have to do this. And the reason I'm saying all this is because when I talk about self-care, I'm, if you know me, I'm not talking about bubble baths, massages, you know, all of those things. And those things are great. And they have their place in the world. And, you know, they're definitely meeting a need for, you know, rest, recovery, whatever. But I believe that most of us are not taking care of some of our more basic needs at a more basic level. And in this case, when I was running a lot and training for half marathons and running two, three, four half marathons a year, Um, Number one, I was addicted to cardio. That's a whole other story. But number two, that was my form of self-care. That was me getting time away from my house. That was time, um, that was like my meditation time. That was my time to work out whatever challenges I was experiencing at work, in relationships, whatever. I would take my time when I was running to work through those situations. Um, That was my coping mechanism for anxiety. That like running served a lot of purposes for me. And had I told myself the story like I did for a very long time, probably the first six or seven years of motherhood that I didn't have the time. I like basically I thought that I didn't have the time and I didn't deserve to do something like this for myself, which obviously isn't true. And so when I'm talking about self-care, I'm talking about doing things like taking care of our bodies, fueling ourselves with food we both enjoy and that is nurturing getting more movement in daily, taking ourselves outside, doing those types of things. You know, if you, when I say like food, for example, this is a big one. I don't mean like put yourself on a restrictive diet that you hate so that you can achieve like a body goal. That's not what I mean at all. I mean, find food that makes your body feel good that you also enjoy eating. And while you're at it, don't deny yourself too much of the things that you love. That's important, right? When I say getting your daily movement in, I don't mean go kill yourself in the gym every day. No, I don't necessarily mean go run for two hours, go train for this, you know, marathon, half marathon, whatever, no. I mean, literally, like, just stretch in the morning. 
Take that time to stretch out your body, take some deep breaths, right? Go for a walk on your lunch break. Do more of those things that are energizing, that make you feel good. (laughs) I'm talking about challenging ourselves mentally. Learn a new skill, take on a big project at work, take on a new hobby, right? Have hobbies and friends outside of, you know, your family and your household. Do things that you enjoy that are just for you. I don't care if that is taking pottery classes, taking dance lessons, um, you know, for me, it's, I have a couple things. I have this podcast. I ha- I'm a group fitness instructor. Like those things are, are just my things. And sometimes I share them with my family, um, but they're not based on things that my family are already doing, right? Um, rest and recovery. Ladies, why is it that we feel like we have to earn our rest? Like, if we, if our house isn't spotless and dinner wasn't cooked from scratch and the groceries aren't ordered and, you know, the to-do list is not complete, then we don't deserve to rest. That's 100% not true. You need rest and recovery every single day. And in some seasons, you need rest and recovery more than you need anything else. And that's okay. Right. And sometimes that means, you know, taking a couple minutes to, again, meditate, be grateful in the morning and start your day that way. Sometimes it means having the discipline to turn off your TV or to stop scrolling social media and get to bed at a decent time. Right. So it's not rest and recovery in the sense of like, oh, it's this like luxurious thing. No, it's literally parenting yourself. Having the discipline, and if you don't have the discipline, like me, I have my phone set up that all of my apps turn off at 10 o'clock p.m. So if I'm on my phone after 10 o'clock p.m., which I'm not gonna lie, I am sometimes, it is because I have opened my phone, clicked on the app, which is already grayed out, and said, ignore my time limit for the day. So I have made the conscious choice three times to ignore the rule that I set up for myself. That is self-sabotaging, right? So a lot of self-care requires discipline. Doing the things that you know are good for you, even though you don't fucking feel like doing it. Or even though your habit is to do something different, right? And lastly, I don't know if you struggle with this, but for the longest time, I would not buy myself anything new. And especially not anything nice. If I bought myself a new outfit or whatever, it was because there was like a very special occasion that I needed a new outfit for or like a wedding or something. If I, you know, I just bought regular like shampoo or face wash or whatever at like Walmart or the drugstore, like very basic stuff, right? But why don't you deserve to use the good shampoo or like the expensive shampoo that you used before you had kids. Why don't you deserve that? I mean, how much, how much more money is it actually costing you? Especially if you're like me and you don't wash your hair every single day. Like if you're spending 
$20 or $30 on shampoo instead of $5 on shampoo, but that shampoo lasts you several months, like, is it really upsetting your budget that much? Is it really that much of an inconvenience to your family that you use good shampoo? Or not even that the shampoo is like better in some way, but for you, it feels better, right? Because it feels more like you. And it makes you feel, um, I don't know, it just makes me, like I re- very, very recently made this switch from um, like Tresemme shampoo, which I love, um, to Biolage shampoo. And this Biolage brand, it's if you're not familiar, it's like you can get it in um, like beauty salons or whatever. My mom always used this shampoo when I was like a teenager. And if, if we ever took a shower in her shower, we were explicitly told never ever to use her shampoo. And if she let us use her shampoo, it was like a special treat, right? And so for me, this brand of shampoo is always this like very aspirational, like that's so luxurious, I don't deserve that, you know, whatever. Um, but the reality is it's actually not that expensive. And yes, the fuck I do deserve it. I deserve to get out of the shower feeling nice, right? Not that, that not again, not that there's anything wrong with the Tresemme, I'm not shitting on that if that's what you use and that's your preference. I'm saying for me, this was a very nice shift that was just a very small, subtle signal to myself that I deserve nice things and I deserve to take care of myself, right? Um, and so for you, maybe you don't value like, shampoo or whatever. Maybe for you it's, um, I don't know, a purse or um, I don't know what other people value, but you, you get the point, right? Like I think we make up these lies that, I'll give you another example. When my kids were very little and we were on a very tight budget, um, we would get like gift cards and stuff at work for like, I don't know, all employees would get them. Like every once in a while, we would get like a $50 gift card, a $20 gift card, $100, whatever. And I would always, no matter where that, whether it was for Target or just a Visa gift card or whatever it was, I would always use that money on my family, always. And I, I had this one coworker and she would always tell me the day that we got these gift cards, Megan, that money is yours. That money is not for diapers. That money is not for clothes for your kids. That money is for you to treat yourself because the company wants to reward you for work that you have done. You do not have to spend that fucking money on your kids. Don't do that. And again, if you're on a shoestring, like sometimes you do really have to do those things. And I get that. I'm not talking to you. I'm talking to the person who is making ends meet and does get some kind of gift and feels like they don't deserve it for some reason, right? Like, why are you drying your hair with a 15-year-old blow dryer that smells like it's about to catch on fire? Throw that thing away and go spend $30 on a new blow dryer, you guys. (laughs) Like, 
Why, why is it that we believe that we don't deserve these things? Or is it just that we're telling ourselves some kind of story, like I said in the beginning, that we don't have the time, we don't have the energy, we don't have the money? Like, again, I told myself those stories for a very long time. I still tell myself those stories in certain situations. Like, this is something that I'm still working on. But I hope that by listening to this, you're starting to identify your own stories, your own situations where you could be like treating yourself or caring for yourself in some way, but you're just not, right? So I challenge you to push back. I challenge you to push back on these ideas um, and do something today that costs you less than $5 or less than 10 minutes that will truly make a difference in your day. So I'm not saying go to Starbucks on your way to work if you already go to Starbucks anyway, no. If you don't, if that is not a normal routine for you and it would be a nice treat for you to do that, then do that, great. But if that's already in your habit and your routine, you that doesn't count, okay? I want you to do something that you don't normally do. It could be, you know, my, my top two favorites, journaling, meditation, going for a walk, calling a friend and not talking about your kids, literally talk about anything else. Read a book, sign up for um, a group fitness class. Like do something today that your future self will thank you for and that is caring for your own basic needs just because you deserve it. And I could sit here and I could say that like, you know, taking care of yourself and meeting your own needs will make you a better spouse and a better mom and a better friend and a better blah, 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 whatever. That is true. All of those things are true. You cannot be all of these things for all of these other people if you're not first meeting your own needs, okay? But that's not the point of this episode. The point of this episode is that you are worthy and you deserve these things simply because you exist as a human on this earth. That's all. You are worthy of taking care of yourself. You are worthy of feeling good. You are worthy of having nice things just because you exist as a human being on planet earth. The benefit and the side effect of that is that you get to have better relationships and you get to care for people and show up in a different way than you already are. And maybe you already are a great mom and maybe you already are a great spouse and maybe you already are, you know, awesome at your job. But imagine what it would be like for you. Maybe maybe this shift just makes all of those things more enjoyable for you, right? So you still get to be awesome in all of these roles, but you get to do it feeling better about yourself. You get to do it feeling less exhausted. You get to do it, um, you know, just, 
I just believe that you carry yourself differently when you believe that you have worth and value outside of what other people think or outside of all of these roles that you have, right? Because then when you do have a shitty friggin' day where, you know, you get bad feedback at work or, you know, you just have a day with your kids or throwing temper tantrums left and right, you just cannot get it together as a group and, you know, you feel like a bad mom, you can end that day knowing that that is actually not true because you have taken care of yourself, right? So that is the goal. That is the goal is to get you to a place where you are taking care of yourself as a habit and routine just because you know that you are worth it. And so it is now the middle of March. We are running a free 30-day self-care challenge. And the idea is to just do something for yourself every single day. Um, And it looks different for everybody. Some people are reading books. Some people are going for a walk. Some people are um, meditating. Um, Some people are watching Netflix because they don't normally watch TV, right? So it can look like anything that you want it to look like, right? Go to bed earlier, wake up earlier, start a journal practice, whatever it is, whatever you want to do. But I encourage you to join in on us, join in with us, because um, I think just having that like constant reminder, because I think that, you know, you listen to an episode like this. If you're anything like me, you get all excited and like today you do something nice for yourself and it feels great. And tomorrow comes and the day just gets away and you go to bed and you're like, oh, shit, I didn't I forgot I didn't do anything for myself, right? And then the next day comes and the thought is so far gone by now that it's not even on your radar anymore, right? But if you join this challenge, you have this tracker, you're sharing it on social media, um, you have other people cheering you on, it just is a different level of um, encouragement. Uh, Again, it's totally free, but I would love for you to join us on Instagram or in our free Facebook group. Um, Instagram is at megan.edinger, and our Facebook group is the No BS Mama community on Facebook, both of which are linked in the show notes, and I really sincerely hope that I see you in there. Um, That is all I have for you today. Until next time. Hey, babe. Shit, you guys, I gotta go. I really hope you loved today's episode. If you did, it would really mean the world to me if you would share it with a mom like us so she doesn't feel so alone either. And if you're not already in our free Facebook community, girl, what are you waiting for? I promise it just takes two seconds. You don't even have to search for it. Just go ahead and click the link right here in the show notes. Until next time, try to remember to do something that's just for you this week. 